hello there, everyone. Welcome back to Behind the Line. Welcome back. Guys, for this episode of Behind the Line, we're going to take a look back through history. And when I say history, I mean the past three years because... A little birdie told us that the Golden State Warriors won the Western Conference Finals last night. Mm-hmm. We're recording this Friday afternoon, just before the Boston Celtics versus Miami Heat Game 6 in the Eastern Conference Final. Uh, we have a pretty good feeling that the Celtics will win that series. Yeah. But for today, to please the listeners, a uh, little side note here, Tyler, uh, Blaine, my brother, uh, he and I drove back to California this past weekend. Nice. And he was like, so I tried listening to your podcast, and I turned it off immediately. And I was oh, like, why? No. What happened? And he was like, you hate it on the Warriors. I can't <laughs> listen to a podcast that hates on the Warriors. And so I'm going to go back to my roots, which is loving the Warriors. That's really skipping over a, a, little, a little threshold right here. I know. I know. I... I hate to do it because I feel like I'm going to be jinxing them, but... No, 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 no. You're doing this. No, the, the, the wrong is coming from you supposedly as an expert in the field <laughs> saying that they're not going to make it past the Grizzlies. That's yeah. where you went wrong. And, and Blaine, everybody, wrongs can always be corrected. That's right. right. That's right. Thank you, Blaine, for still loving me. I know you don't love the yeah, podcast, but true. that's okay. And when you say the last three years, we're looking at the Warriors, right? Yeah, the, the Warriors. Uh, we're looking at the bubble around the Warriors. So mm. there's some things that did affect them. Um, but we're going to take you back to June 10th of 2019. Good. What, what does that mean to you? June 10th, 2019. Probably nothing really. June 10th, 2019. I try to think about it. So that would have been... I would assume that's when Kevin Durant left. So that is game five against the Raptors when Kevin oh, Durant came back from injury. Okay, let's mm. let's talk about that series in general. Okay. So the Toronto Raptors are coming off an Eastern Conference playoffs that were very intense, and the Warriors are coming from a playoffs that were kind of like a last dance kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they knew that morale not necessarily morale but uh attitudes or or personalities weren't meshing well definitely and so they're going into this series with kevin durant already a bit injured but they're trying to save him at least a little bit because again his ego was kind of like hey warriors organization doesn't even care about my injuries which we did you know screw you kevin Durant. but anyways (laughs) um and so game five the Warriors organization is like, okay, we're down 3-1 here. We need Kevin Durant, obviously. Mm-hmm. He comes back. He plays 12 minutes, and he's going off. Yeah. He then gets injured. And that is the start of the downfall of the Warriors. Now, we'll learn in a few minutes here that there was never really a downfall. No. But June 13th, three days later, what happens Game six against yeah. the Raptors. Clay. And we didn't Thompson. think it could get no. any worse. Uh, the Warriors were prepped, prepared to come back 3-1. Um, we still had our core of Steph, Clay, and Dre. Yeah. 
Clay has 30 points through three quarters. And he Screw goes you, up, Danny Green. Sorry. He, he goes up attempting a dunk over Danny Green, and he tears his ACL. Once again, a key part of the quote-unquote downfall of the Golden State Warriors. You know, I remember watching him have to shoot those free throws, and that was just like the worst feeling ever because you just knew that something – it was yeah. just oh, watching that live was that was horrible. You just knew. Yep. Now, uh, I didn't watch that game. I was on my mission. So, as somebody who either was watching highlights or were, was watching the game live, was it as bad as watching the Warriors lose to LeBron from down or from up three one? It definitely wasn't. But I okay. will say there was a fellow. I was watching it with a group of friends, and there was a fellow Suns fan who was rooting for the Warriors because he was from, he was living in San Jose at the time. Shout out to Dino, Dino <laughs> Motes, left tackle for San Jose State for five years. Pretty cool guy. But he got really pissed off at me because about maybe two minutes left into the game, he, or two minutes left into the game, and I just said something along the lines of, oh, the Raptors have this. And he looked at me, with this intensity, I'll never forget it. And he was like, Tyler, what are you saying? It's not over. <laughs> and in my head, I got that same feeling from, from uh, 2016. It was that okay. same general feeling yeah. of like this. It was different though because it wasn't like, oh, the Warriors are going to lose. It was this really sucks because Kevin Durant's probably not coming back. Clay Thompson's not now, coming back for okay. a while. See, that's funny because – Again, I was on my mission. Mm-hmm. I didn't experience that whole Kevin Durant is leaving. How did you know KD was le- Like, what told you that? There was a lot of drama between Draymond and, and KD during the season. There was a lot of yelling back and forth. And after that injury, there was definitely like this sense of people were talking and saying, you know, he's he's going to be a free agent. He's going to, are the Warriors going to sign a contract with him? There was even talks of Clay Thompson not being I on the Warriors. I do remember that. I do remember that, which I don't believe will ever yeah. happen. Oh, totally. Especially not now. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I mean, you take the last eight years, this will mark their sixth finals appearance. In eight they, years. In eight years. And they've had three core guys. Mm-hmm. That just, yeah, there's no changing that. Yep. Super, super crazy story. That's why we're telling it to you guys. So now we just got past the Warriors lost in the finals to the Raptors. Um, You know, the Warriors losing didn't necessarily feel like our dreams were being shattered. Like, for example, if I were a Raptors fan and we lost to the Warriors, it would feel... If you're a Sharks fan listening to this, it would feel like the Sharks losing the finals. You know that this is your like one and only chance. Yeah. Kawhi's about to leave. And uh, if you don't win it now, you'll like never win it. Mm-hmm. Now, Raptors are still in contention, but nowhere near what they were. Oh, yeah. And uh, for the Warriors, 2018 and 2019, both were years where we had all the pressure and really we had fun while doing it but not nearly as much as right now in like 2015. Yeah. So it was, it was a weird situation, but let's fast forward a month. July 7th, 2019 is what you were referencing. The day that KD agreed to a sign and trade, which Man. again, I was on my mission. I thought it was just a 
a free agency yeah. leaving, but uh, it was a sign and trade, and uh, it quote unquote brought an end to the dynasty. But again, <laughs> we figure out now that no, 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 <laughs> no, sir. no, no, sir. And who did we get in return, Tyler? Do you know? Wait, who did we get in return? We got D'Angelo Russell, Shabazz Napier, and Travion Graham. So, obviously, the biggest name out of that is D'Angelo Russell. Oh, my gosh. Uh, We also had to give up a draft pick to the Brooklyn Nets, which I think is kind of insane. But it's whatever. I looked it up. Turned out to be a nobody. Didn't even mention his name. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. So, that was July 7th, 2019. 2019 draft. What's try and think of the biggest name that we picked up in the 2019 NBA draft. Um, the biggest name would be. It w- He's having a party this year. If that gives you a hint. Oh my gosh. Jordan Poole. Wait. Oh, I thought. Oh yeah. You know who I was thinking of? I was thinking of 2018. The guy. Oh man, this is gonna who bug me. Who did we me. even pick from twenty eighteen? Wait, who? That's gonna bug me because I remember seeing him play. I, me, I remember waving to him at when I was in Santa Cruz watching a Santa Cruz Warriors game, or like I, I got to talk to him. Shoot, what was his name? He was one of the center prospects. Let me let me look this up. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, no no no. Was it Jacob Evans? No. What? Yeah, it, it was Jacob Evans. I that might have been tw- I might be thinking 2017 then. Okay. Jordan Bell. Oh, Damian Jones and Jordan oh, Bell. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's was 2017. Right. That was yep. 2017. That's mm-hmm. what I Yeah. Jordan Poole 2019. Jordan Poole 2019, so we're going back there. Of course, like I said, he's having a pool party this season. Oh yeah. And as you've probably seen uh flashbacks, media members or draft analysts were super not with this pick. Oh, yeah. They were uh, not upset because you can't really be upset with the team, but they were just confused, um, and they were hating on the Warriors. And, again, we've proven them wrong, or at least Jordan Poole has proven them wrong. Brian Bridge has definitely (laughs) proven them wrong. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Sure, okay. (laughs) And uh, after that draft, 2019 season, uh, started off rough. Yeah. Even with Steph Curry, uh, it started off rough. Draymond Green gets a bit injured. Okay, he's in and out in the beginning. Clay is obviously injured. He's out. And then October 30th of 2019, Steph Curry collides with Sun Center Aaron Baines at the time and breaks his hand. He then went on to miss 60 of the team's remaining 61 games. Okay? (laughs) Which we know what happens at the end of that season. Yeah. But... Makes you remember he only played one game. He really did. He wow. only played one game. Warriors fans, even those pesky bandwagon fans, yep. knew that we would have to endure the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're into the 2019-2020 season, and we can't skip over January 26, 2020, which is when Kobe Bryant passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that put another weird onus over the season. Then... Just about a week and a half later. Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to say? The the season ended. No, not yet. Not yet. We're really? not there yet. February 7th of 2020. Okay, so not yet when COVID is hit. The Warriors trade for Andrew, Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. <gasps> yes. Oh, and yeah, they 
Wow. I'm like, I'm like spark plugging Tyler's brain. Well, you know, well, it's weird because when I'm thinking about like D'Angelo Russell and the Warriors, I'm thinking to myself, I told like I, you glance right over that because looking, but looking back, like I played with him in 2K. I remember watching him. And then how did man get to the Timberwolves? Well, we can get to that in a second, but you're totally right. Let's well, not glance yeah, over well, D'Angelo Russell yeah. with the Warriors. He, although he wasn't necessarily a Dub's favorite, yeah, um, he certainly was the only reason tickets were selling. Yeah, uh, that's r- even oh Jordan Poole was absolute hot garbage. Yeah, that totally. Yeah, um, the names I can remember as, you know. Do you know the name Kalena Azubuki? Mm-mm. Okay. So that was, uh, or that is still the Warriors play-by-play commentary announcer. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, him. yeah. He's a former Warrior. Yeah. But uh, he would always, during this 2019-20 season, people got so upset with him, especially my family, because he was like, oh, this man came to eat today. And it's like Kevon Looney, which back then, Kevon Looney was... Hot garbage as well. Everybody was so bad. Um, I remember the commentary guy saying that about Eric Paschal. You remember that name? Yeah, I do. About Omari Spellman. Like, come on. We knew these guys wouldn't turn into anything. My goodness. And yet we were trying to hype it up. Yeah. Um, As Warriors fans were just trying to get through the season. It was really bad. It really sucked. So the Warriors traded... D'Angelo Russell, Jacob Evans the third, which we were talking about was the 2018 draft pick of the Warriors, drafted 28th overall. He turned into nothing. Yeah. And Omari Spellman, which we just mentioned, for Andrew Wiggins. And then this is where it gets interesting. And a first round pick, which turned into Jonathan Kuminga. Wow. Uh, that was a protected first round pick. And I remember as that season was coming to an end, um, it was from the Timberwolves, obviously. And we were like, please, Timberwolves, please suck so that yeah. we can get a high pick. Uh, and that was just last year. And so they did. And we got Jonathan Kaminga. And then finally, part of that trade, the Timberwolves gave us a second round pick, which this is also interesting. The Warriors traded that to OKC for... Um, people often don't even think of this name when they think of OKC, but this player was... Uh, playing for the Suns okay. in the bubble. And then he got traded to like three teams that offseason. Then the Warriors traded for him. Who do you think I'm talking about? No idea. Kelly Oubre Jr. Oh. He got traded to the OKC Thunder and almost nobody oh, remembers that. Yeah. Uh, he along with Trevor Ariza, I remember that postseason. Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened, but yeah, it was crazy. That's right. I remember he got in a scuff with the Celtics on like, I don't know if he was playing for the Wizards at the time. That was on the Wizards. I think that was in the 2017 uh, playoffs. Really? Yeah. That was, that was intense. Um, one of Kelly Oubre's biggest highlights. Yeah. Which, uh, (laughs) which doesn't say much. I I appreciated Kelly Oubre for what he did. Um, but we can talk about that in a second. Yeah. This Andrew Wiggins trade. Okay. Do you know the name Nick Wright? Mm Mm-mm. So he's an analyst with Fox Sports. Uh, oh, you Nick probably Wright. Don't, yeah, oh, you probably don't I'm totally kidding. remember him. Yeah, I'm totally Nobody kidding. really does. But this is a famous quote from him. He said, Andrew Wiggins, and this was at the time of the trade, Andrew Wiggins is a bad basketball player. 
He's owed $95 million over the next three years, starting next year. It's unspeakable the Warriors did this. It's over for them now. We will never see Steph in another NBA Finals again, ever. Well, screw you, screw Nick, you Nick, right? Nick, Let's I, go! I did see that on NBC on Instagram today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Woo. And I saw uh, BP Bridge liked it, so that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> no. I, uh, I just see that, and it brings me such joy. You know, if I can go on a quick side tangent, not side tangent, but a new name that I actually heard recently was Andrew Iguodala. <laughs> because watching... Watching Andrew Wiggins, it gives so much resemblance to Andre Iguodala at his peak. And even other players like Sean Livingston and uh, Barbosa. I would actually say he's, for the Warriors, he's a combination of Iguodala and Harrison Barnes. Very much so, honestly. And he's really coming into this this Andre Iguodala-esque role along. And you add the, the athleticism... That, that ability of, of Harrison Barnes, too. It just creates, like, this player that becomes kind of nostalgic. And Andrew Wiggins has been playing with the team for a good amount of time so far. Man, we I, I'm just loving this season yeah. so far. So, wow, we're, we're going back to the 2019-20 season. And uh, we just got past February 7th of 2020, Andrew Wiggins' trade. We traded D'Angelo Russell, uh, Jacob Evans III, and Omari Spellman for a couple draft picks and Andrew Wiggins. Now, March 12th of 2020 is what you were referencing once again. COVID ramps up. Rudy Gobert is an idiot, uh, but oh, this season yeah. would have been suspended otherwise, right? Yeah. Whether it was Rudy Gobert or somebody else. I still hate Rudy Gobert. Yeah. But, well, uh, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jazz fans. I'm not with Brian on this one. Psych! Screw the Jazz! No, <laughs> so... The NBA suspends the season, not postpones it. They suspend it, which yeah. is a new term. Uh, postponing would be completely different. But uh, the Warriors, who already had a terrible season, knew that they would not get another chance to play that season. Yeah. We were, I think, the 14th seed in yeah. the Western Conference. Clay, that off season, or even during the COVID break, starts ramping up to be ready for the season opener. So now we're getting up on the 2020 NBA draft. Warriors fans are excited. We're like, this is our year. We yeah. only had one year hiatus. We're good. Right before, we, we already knew James Wiseman was going to get drafted by the Warriors. Yeah. Uh, Lamella Ball was drafted third, but we didn't need another point guard because Clay was coming back. We're good. Clay tears his Achilles during a practice. Yeah. Uh, our luck as Warriors fans. Now, we are pretty lucky. We have a great team. True. But that just felt like a nail in the coffin. Oh, yeah. Um, but Steph Dre, without Clay, still tried to make the most of this season. Mm-hmm. So with an entirely different backup squad aside from Steph Dre and Clay, the Warriors are now struggling to stay in the playoff race. Media members understand the difference Clay could make, but only estimate a playoff appearance and nothing more for this team, which that season was pretty accurate. Um, We thought James Wiseman was going to turn into a star, which uh, (laughs) that's a completely Some stars implode 
and get injured heavily. <laughs> yes, some you know actual stars in the sky explode. Yes. Oh, thanks for giving clarification to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in a super weird season for the entire NBA oh, yeah. with postponements and you know contenders that, if you look at them this season, absolute garbage. I'll oh, name yeah. one. Let me see if you have another one, but. The Atlanta Hawks. I mean, I know they were in the playoffs, but they got to the Eastern Conference final last yeah. year. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that season was weird. It really was. Can you think of any other teams? The only well, the only team that's coming to mind actually, and I know that these guys. Well, I'm I'm I thought of the Suns because I remember the Suns were snubbed or felt like they were snubbed out of. I forget who they played. I don't remember. In the finals. In the, in the no no this is in the bubble. Uh, in the playoffs when they had, um, when I remember their coach was like, guys, I, I don't remember what the context was, but that, well, that was another team. Yeah. So the bubble, okay. The Suns uh, were on the brink of a playoff appearance. Yeah. And uh, this was coming off of at least six or seven years of the Suns being the worst team in the West. Oh, yeah. Um, we knew Devin Booker was good, scored 70 points one year mm-hmm. in a game. Sorry. But uh, the bubble, uh, they had a slate of, I believe, seven or eight games um, in order to contend for the playoffs. They won every single game, but they couldn't make the playoffs because of the teams ahead of them, and they felt like they were snubbed. So that's what you're referencing, which uh, carried into their following season. And uh, to this day, they're still content contenders yeah um they just had a really really bad game seven against the mavericks screw you chris paul yeah screw chris paul i totally agree okay so like i was saying in a super weird season for the nba the warriors got to experience the second ever play-in tournament as the number eight seed Woohoo! we had the lakers number seven warriors number eight grizzlies number nine and then I'm not – oh, and then Spurs number 10. Mm. So they fa- – we're talking about the Warriors. They face the Lakers in L.A. and end up competing against one-eyed, double-rimmed LeBron. Yep. Uh, I still hate that to this day. <laughs> I think that he is a major actor, but that's okay because yeah. yeah. he doesn't win, yeah, he doesn't right. win uh, Oscars oh for it. Oh, my God. His movies suck. I mean, well, I mean, have you seen Space Jam 2? I have not. <laughs> oh, well, good. Don't. <laughs> Is it that bad? It's not worth the HBO oh. one-month free trial. Not even. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even worth it's, it being free. It's not even worth a free trial. No. Nope. Oh, my God. It ain't worth it. Wow. You heard it here, folks. Oh, yeah. Pay me money to watch Space Jam too. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm, I'm sorry. Saying. Yeah. So after Warriors lost to LeBron and the Lakers, they faced the Grizzlies, who were quickly making a name for themselves. Yeah. The Warriors were defeated, but more importantly, they missed the playoffs for the second year in a row. Famously, in a post-game interview, Steph Curry said, "Quote: You don't want to see us next Let's year." Well, in the 2021 off season. The Warriors drafted Jonathan Kuminga and Moses Moody, mm-hmm. who have played, oh, I Mo- don't know if I would say a big role, but a role. Oh, Moses Moody, game five. Oh, that's the true. Mavs. Oh, yeah. Woo. Oh, my gosh. He hit a couple big threes. He really did. We also lost players like Kelly Oubre Jr. Mm-hmm. Good. Kent Bazemore. Screw you, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. I'll, I'll talk about that in one second. Screw that, man. Nico Mannion, Eric Paschal. 
Brad Wanamaker, Michael Mulder, and Jordan Bell. Okay, let's get back to Kent Bazemore for a second because this man was offered money. Yeah. He was offered bags by the Warriors. And yet he was like, ah, I see myself not having a big role with the Warriors. And the Lakers are obviously title contenders, yeah. so let me go over there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, go ahead. Go enjoy your house in L.A. <laughs> I don't care about you anymore. I know. Have, one with, have fun with those taxes in the L.A. area. Screw you. Exactly. And so, along with those losses, let's talk about our acquisitions. Wait, over real school. quick. I want to add to those losses. Okay, go Because ahead. I remember watching on Ball is Life, Nico Mannion in high school, back when he played in Colorado in high school and i remember thinking this guy is like legit like this guy is dope i can't wait to see when he got drafted the warriors i was so hyped and i was just as i was just as as if not even more excited to see him traded because or i don't even think he was traded no you want to know what happened to him? what happened to him uh he he moved from the nba to g league nba g league um and i don't think it's because of that but it might have played a small role he decided to go play for Italy. That's right. Yeah. So he's not in the NBA right now, but uh, that red hair freak hopefully gets his <laughs> chance. His old teammates, like Steph, uh, would always say um, quickly after that situation that, you know, I hope he finds happiness. I hope one day we can play against him in the NBA again. Yeah. They liked him. They yeah, liked him. totally. And so some key acquisitions. We'll start with Gary Payton the second because I looked. Um, at last year's roster, apparently he was on our roster, but really? he never played for us. Yeah. Um, and so I'm counting him as an acquisition. Yeah. Andre Iguodala came back, yeah. baby. Oh yeah. Which obviously he's not playing right now. No. But he's old. He's old. Oh, he's totally. a he's a Sean Livingston. For oh, us. oh, dude. Yeah, he really is. He's a Sean Livingston. A um. Oh my gosh. Big man. Big man. Logan. No, um, dirty big man. Mo Spates. Why am I forgetting his name? Bra- or um, black hair, tall European. Everyone hated him. Zubot. Start with a Z. Zubots? He's playing in the league right now. Not Zubots. No, no, no. He's 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 working for the association with the Warriors with Sean Livingston now. Zaza Pajulia. Zaza Pajulia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude, we could have just got into a full episode on Zaza. (laughs) (laughs) Zaza Pachulia. For those of you who don't know why I'm saying it like that, Stephen A. Smith says it like that. So it's pretty funny. Oh, man. Uh, So along with Gary Payton II, Andre Iguodala. Iguodala. We also got Nemanja Bielitsa, Mm -hmm. who um, I wouldn't say he's the most important bench player, but he can certainly give you a couple threes when he's on. Oh, yeah. And then I personally think that this is the most important acquisition. Otto Porter Jr., who uh, he's kind of like a, um, I don't know, man. He's he's something else. He really when is. When he gets hot, he gets hot. Oh, man. So um, that's all I have written down for our little history session here. But let's talk about this season, especially, you know what, we don't want to, get into a season review yet because season's not over no um infamously last year the phoenix suns went and won the western conference finals and they had a parade oh 
They had a parade. Oh. What are you doing? So I don't want to turn into that. No, 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 no. We'll get some celebration on Instagram of them, like, just dancing. But we're yeah. not going to get any champagne. We're not going to get any confetti yet. Yeah. We're not going to wait out in the sun for seven hours yet in San Francisco. It, it was eight hours? Oh, okay. okay. No one cares. No, I'm just kidding. Except for everyone. No. Yeah, I... Um, Suck it, jazz fans. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I, I definitely was... I don't know if emotional is the right... I was very, very happy watching the Warriors last night, especially during the celebration. Yeah. yeah. But all that was going through my head was, don't over-celebrate. Don't over-celebrate. The, the season's not over. Uh, the goal has not been reached yet. Yeah. And so, you know... Four more. Four and more. That's that's one interesting thing is when I'm watching, we're watching we're watching game five, and one thing that popped out to me was Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson had the most points in the first half of game five than he had the whole series. And to me, what that says, that instills this he came ready. And that and that seeing that and seeing the celebrating and stuff was nice, but seeing that and sparks of that makes me and Moses Moody and all these guys makes me realize like they know how to zone in they're if, if they're this ready for the Western Conference Finals they Clay oh Clay is so ready it is going to be so fun to watch him in the finals against the Heat not the Celtics <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay. we'll see about that yeah. I think uh you make a good point I think it is so key that we won in five like yep. um obviously game four it was a weird situation we had a rain delay at an indoor game yeah but uh <laughs> just in general if you are the obvious favorite you don't want the other team getting any momentum but yeah. furthermore you want to prove your dominance and i think that's what the warriors did during this series the celtics are a different animal yeah totally different animal much more rounded in terms of defense and their bench unit, mm-hmm. uh, the Heat as well, but not so much. No, yeah. Uh, I think the Heat are kind of like the Suns or Mavericks of the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Um, this season, I really, or this series, I think you're right. Clay Thompson continues to just show that, you know, he's coming back for nothing more than the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah. He he does not want anything less than that. Uh, I think it was nice that Steph won the MVP, but I hope that that means nothing Yeah. Uh, in a week and a half's time because I hope that we have that Larry O'Brien trophy and that he gets the finals MVP. Honestly, though, I, that's I mem- my only dream. Oh, yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. I remember making the predictions and I was thinking... I was. I remember. I said I'd love to see Jordan Poole get the Finals MVP. All right. I do and, remember that. And and but watching Clay last night, I was like, everything you've been saying about this history just makes me think more and more that if anyone wants it badly, it's Clay. He really just seems like he wants it more than anybody else. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I think that. The series MVP or whatever you want to call it for this Western Conference final could have gone to Andrew Wiggins, although in games like one and two, he was all right. Um, I just think this team is built 
to have fun. Whereas the Kevin Durant teams were built to win, but not necessarily have fun. Yeah. Um, I see 2015 again. I want to give kudos once again to Tyler. If you go back and listen to our playoff preview, he had the Warriors winning. Again, we're not saying that they've won yet. Yeah. The season's not over. Totally. But uh, you can go back and hear what he just referenced. He said the Jordan Poole, if he got finals MVP, that would be really cool. That was his guess. I think going into this series, he's kind of yeah. dipped down a little yeah. bit. Um, but he's still given good contribution. Totally. Um, he is a reliable bench player. Yeah. I don't think that anybody at this point in time would say Jordan Poole should be starter next year. Yeah. Whereas at the beginning of these playoffs, they were like, Steph Curry can come off the bench. We're fine with yeah, that. Yeah, like, now. oh, it's a Not pool anymore. party. Yeah. Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> totally. So, yeah, I just think that during these playoffs, we've had a lot of headlines or storylines, whatever you want to call yeah. them, about this Warriors roster, about how good we are. But we have not reached the goal yet. No, we haven't. We still need to wait until mid-June to see. Yeah, and, and I will say, honestly – other than the fact that my prediction was that the Celtics would make it, I do want to – not going to lie. I want to see Udonis Haslam get his fourth ring. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm no. totally kidding. <laughs> you know, I was actually looking at – I was looking at that, and I was looking at, like, the Heat roster, just side tangent. And I and I was like, Udonis Haslam, like, freaking – he's the oldest – one of the oldest current NBA players. Uh, he, has, he is the he oldest. He is the oldest. He has three rings. All with, and he's been on Miami since 2003. And I'm like, I don't know. I was just like, what? I did not know that. Just very Which is crazy player. because you say since 2003? 2003-2004 sure season. Okay, so that means that uh, he was there since LeBron got drafted. Yep. Meaning with that... The, oh, yeah. LeBron and... Was he drafted in 2003? Hold on. Um, no, I think he played... No, because he played in Europe for a year. So uh, I don't know if he was... Drafted or just yeah he signed? he was undrafted in two thousand and two two thousand two um, and then he was picked up by the oh wait hold on so it says here he played for Chalon sur Saone in Europe <laughs> in sorry could you repeat that for the viewers no I'm kidding Chalon sur Saone I don't know how to say it. that's all good that's okay and you know what hey kudos on kudos for him for being able to maintain an eight percent body fat for that long i don't know when that rule was implemented but i know a lot of players have been dismayed from i i want to hear what you have to say about this storyline about a week and a half to two weeks ago people were saying that jimmy butler was the best player left in these playoffs i think those people should be uh Executed. Executed. Well, like social on social media. Yeah. Screw them. Are you socially kidding? shunned? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think I mean, that fetch. was one of the crazy storylines. I can understand Luca. Jason Tatum, not so much. Yeah. I'm still uh, not uh, hesitant, but. I just think that Jason Tatum has better players around him. Now, people yeah. could say the same thing about Steph Curry, but Steph Curry's proven with two MVPs yeah. and three championships that he is that guy. Yeah. Um, I just think it's very disrespectful to say that Jimmy Butler's better than Steph Curry. Like, what oh, the heck? To- oh, of course. 
I can see them making that argument with Luka Don with Luka. Exactly. I can see them making that argument because of the fact that the Warriors play a lot of they do a lot of off-ball stuff, a lot of off-ball screening. The Warriors were able to beat the Mavs because they were able to have Luka running up and down the court because you can Luka can not be tired getting away with a backdoor cut, but when he's following back and forth running through screens and stuff like that, you can wear him down because let's be honest. Spencer Dinwiddie can go off for 27 or whatever it was, but Luka is your best player. With the Celtics and the Heat, they have good players around them. Heat have an all right, you know, starting bent or starting lineup, but I can definitely see them making that argument with Luka more than with Jimmy Butler or even Jason Tatum. Like, come on, man. Jason, oh, Jimmy Butler, the best remaining player. I'm sorry. <sighs> he, that <laughs> sentence is a unicorn because it does not exist. That is not real. Like that, ugh. Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie had 26 points 26 last points. night. 26 points. Um, but oftentimes we look at, oh, who's the best one-on-one player? Oh, that person is the best player in the NBA. No, yeah. you know, Patrick Beverly might have said it best when he compared Chris Paul to Steph Curry. He said, the night before I have to defend Chris Paul, I'm drinking wine. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm out partying. Night before Steph Curry, I'm going I'm, to bed at eight. Yeah. I'm getting my sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think people forget just how like great physically and, and stamina wise, Steph Curry is he's I think he's thirty three or thirty four now. Yeah. And he's running more than the eighteen year olds. Oh my So gosh. it's just you know, we often forget about Steph Curry's greatness because he had such an amazing 2016 season. And yes, while that season was absolutely absurd, probably never to be seen again, 402 threes. Yeah. Um, we're past that and we're into a new era of the totally. Golden State Warriors dynasty. Where Steph Curry actually tries on defense. Like, I'm sorry, what is this? I'm sorry, John Morant. What? Like it, it makes me happy to see it, him. It really does. He's evolving into this new player. So prediction prediction time. Oh let's just let's just kind of zoom in a little bit. Maybe not the finals, but how do you think tonight and a potential game seven could go? Do you with the in well, terms of the Heat Celtics? I think it's funny because um the Celtics fans, Celtics faithful have been all over social media. They they love this team. And, oh, yeah. You know, I, until they face the Warriors, which then I'll hate them. Yeah. I, I'm digging this team, too. I like how they're made up. Yeah, totally. Um, but as as confident as they are, uh, my buddy, who I mentioned was a Celtics fan earlier, he's like, yeah, well, we suck in game sixes. And we mm. suck in game sevens. And I'm just like, okay, so you're trying to beat everybody in five games? Like, no, you need to play a full series. And so I know that Celtics fans um, are not confident heading into this game, yeah. which is interesting to see. Yeah. I personally, I see absolutely nothing from this Heat team. No. I know they're the number one seed. Oh, no. But Jimmy Butler is starting to get tired. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, <laughs> he scored zero points in game five. Yeah. His stat line is... Big left booty cheek and big right booty yeah. cheek. Oh, That's yeah. all. Okay? That's all he has going for him. Man's a freaking goose because he's just pooping out goose eggs. Like, this is just... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I uh, 
I think he was great for them in the regular season. I don't know. I, I didn't really like stay on top of the Miami Heat. Oh, really? That makes two of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they were kind of a boring team. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, I think that you know Tyler Hero's great, and apparently this Max Struess guy's great. Yeah. But other than that, like Udonis Haslam. No, I'm oh, you're so right. Haslam MVP. Oh, of course, obviously. We'll get. <laughs> A goose egg. We'll get a Kyle Lowry's worth of, of playing time in the finals, <laughs> which is zero, might I add. But uh, final prediction for me, going against the Golden State Warriors just to be, hopefully, demolished. I'm picking the Celtics, Celtics in, in seven. Seven. Okay. Yep. What did you say? Celtics, dude, they're taking it tonight. They're taking it tonight. Tonight. Game six. Who's winning that Eastern Conference? <sighs> finals mvp jason tatum yeah i think you know it would go to one of two players jason tatum or jalen brown now do you think and i totally agree with that now do you think that with jason tatum let's say hypothetically the celtics make it to the finals do you see these this narrative that jason tatum is now the best young player in the league as compared to luca it's so funny because i don't even see him as a young player yeah um I think that the craziest, quote, young player uh, attribution in the NBA has been Giannis. The media still yeah. call him a young player. Yeah, and I'm true. like, no, he's not. He's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, honestly. Um, Jason Tatum drafted in 20, I think it was 17. Yeah. Because then, uh, yeah, the 2018 uh, season was his final or his first playoffs okay that's right so he's only been in the league for four years yeah which is that is crazy to think about what because he was drafted with uh uh brandon Ing- not brandon Ing- yeah brandon ingram right no 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 that was jalen brown oh that's okay yeah he was drafted in 2017 as the third overall pick um and then 2016 was jalen brown and that was with Brandon Ingram. That's right. But it's crazy to think that he's only been in the league for four years. Because I wow. feel like we've talked about him a lot. And I think that goes to show just how much, you know, the media talks about the Knicks, even if they're good or bad. Yeah. Um, but the media talks a lot about the Celtics. Whether you notice it or not, uh, they, they talk about Tatum a lot. Okay? Yeah. But... Yeah, four years. I guess he is still a young player. I'd still rather have Luka over Tatum, although I like Tatum's personality better. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't like how Luka, you know. I wouldn't call him a crybaby because, you know, we have Draymond on our team. Oh, no, no, no. But uh, he certainly is the Draymond type. Yeah, exactly. Oh, totally. And I saw this thing that said, this is the introduction to the Luka Doncic villain arc and i'm like oh <laughs> my goodness that's funny that's a, it's gonna be a love triangle in the west now between the warriors the grizzlies well not the mavs because the mavs have so much work to do to get back to this place but oh <laughs> so so who you got you said celtics in six they're taking it celtics in six oh um, easy money. so who you got warriors versus celtics i think i already know the answer Celtics are going (laughs) to win absolutely nothing. (laughs) Warriors. I'm I'm picking the Warriors. I honestly I think it's gonna be the I think it'll be the Warriors in six. 
Ooh, yeah, a little bit longer of a series. What would be the biggest thing stopping the Warriors? The biggest thing stopping the Warriors is just the amount of depth that the Celtics can have to put up against. Again, this this off ball movement is not something that when you have one good player like Luca, it's easier to do that versus when you have Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus I totally Smart. Agree. I totally yeah, agree. I was yeah. gonna say the biggest speed bump that I see in the Warriors' path, not Jason Tatum, not Jalen Brown, Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart. He has been known to just oh, rile us up, injure us. Freaking A. Oh, I hate Marcus Smart. Oh, yeah. Screw that, man. <laughs> so we're going to learn to hate the Celtics pretty soon. I, in about I know, a 24-hour, in about six <laughs> hours, we're going to learn to hate them. Oh, That's my man. prediction. So there you have it. We have, well, okay, I guess I didn't give my finals prediction. Yeah. Um, to appease the listeners. <laughs> ben Wagoner, since they won't. <laughs> to appease the listeners. A.K.A. Blaine. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Warriors. Oh, okay. But, you know, I've, I haven't hated on the Warriors. Obviously, I love them. But I haven't given them their due respect. Yeah. And now that they have completely demolished the Mavericks, they made it past, I think, the biggest speed bump, which was the Memphis Grizzlies. Totally. And they took out the MVP. They're they're on a roll that I think on can't be roll. stopped. Oh yeah, and uh, oh. no matter if Marcus Smart is taking out people's ankles or knees, I'm taking Warriors. In oh, this is so hard because the Celtics defense and depth is so good. Oh my gosh. Okay, I got Warriors in seven. Yeah. Dude, honestly, is this an R.L. Stein book? Because I'm getting goosebumps. Like, man, I'm just, I know I've said that the second time already, but yeah, honestly, I don't, I don't see it going anywhere. I don't see five in any way, shape, or form. Six is eh. Seven. Oh, man. I said, I got one of my nails painted, but it's going to be a nail biter, and I just don't want to have to put myself through that. None of us do. Well, should match up. Pretty well between these two teams. Watch us be wrong. Watch it just watch the heat just Dude. <laughs> that would be funny. That Imagine. Be funny. If so, we'll have to get on here next week and, True. and apologize. To absolutely nobody, <laughs> said the great Connor McGregor. But uh again, th- this playoffs has been super intense, super great. Obviously, this Celtics Heat series has been a weird one at that. Um if you haven't been following it. Game one, Heat blow out the Celtics. Game two, Celtics blow out the Heat. Game three, Heat nearly blow out the Celtics. Yep. Game four, Celtics blow out the Heat once again. Mm-hmm. Game five, Celtics yeah. beat the Heat. But, um, yeah, I just think the Warriors' history is so interesting. I'm glad we went over that. Giving totally. the Warriors fans those goosebumps that it you're really, talking about. Dude, it's a rich history. And that was, that was as of... Raptors game five. Yeah, that was only three that, years ago. That, whereas we could have had a whole episode about before that point as well. Oh, so. easily, easily. But hey, <sighs> before we sign off, Brian, why don't you tell the people what you're doing today? Because I think that's interesting. Yeah, in about an hour, um, I think I mentioned it last episode, but I'm going to go be the public address announcer uh, for BYU Idaho football. Let's go. Cool. Let me give you a little sample here. So. And off to number 10, Jabari Smith for a gain of nine. First down, Wildcats.
And there you have it, man. I'm sorry. You kind of remind me of, um, crap, what's his face from uh, The Shining? Here's Johnny. Like, his face. Just... <laughs> That's funny. I'm not trying to give off that vibe. But... No, no, no. But I think no one's going to see you, so it's going to sound great, I'm sure. But just make sure that, like, you're, aren't, you aren't projected on a screen or else you're going to make a baby cry. Okay. And I mean that in a great Speaking one. of that, uh, Allie and I are starting to watch Stranger Things Season oh. 4, which... Don't say anything uh, don't, yet. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not giving any spoilers. Spoiler I've alert. only watched oh, one and a half episodes okay. so far. Man, it is gruesome. It's not like war no gruesome. Way. But like, if you've never watched a scary movie before, or I haven't even watched Doctor Strange. I've heard that Doctor Strange is a horror film yeah. pretty much. Um, there are some pretty visually disturbing scenes wow thank you for the the heads up heads up yeah Um, article of faith 13 (laughs) no i'm just kidding i'm I'm just (laughs) just saying that uh you know season one uh, now we're going into stranger things podcast yeah the season one was like it wasn't happy obviously but no but it it was childish it was and because it was children it was children children. and um it focused a lot on 11 yeah the bloodiest uh, thing was a nosebleed. Like, that was exactly. it. Exactly. focused a lot on um, Joyce Byers being a crazy yeah. mom. Yeah. Season two, I didn't enjoy as much. Um, Remind me of what that was. It was the one where they have, like, underground tunnels and yep. there's the demo dogs. Yeah, that's okay. right. That one got a little bit more gruesome, but yeah. it was still, like, you know, eh, in my eyes. Yeah. Season three got a little bit more gruesome with... If you've never watched it, spoiler alert, I'll let you get off your phone. Okay. Uh, with basically an army of dead people yeah. eventually boiling down to build this monster. Oh, my. Do you remember that? Yeah, now? I do. <laughs> yeah. So oh. we don't remember it as gruesome, but it is. It really is. But this one from the first episode. Wow. Like there's even a warning when you turn it on that was like this was filmed a year ago. Uh, due to recent events, which was the Uvalde, Uvalde shooting due to recent events, uh, this might trigger some trauma. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, is it like a scene about a school shooting, which would be messed up? Yeah. It wasn't. Um, but there were children dying. So just, um, trigger warning. You know what? They actually did release the first eight minutes onto YouTube. So yes. I don't know who has or hasn't, but that I'm not going to say anything about that. But if that's that's what I'm talking that about, that is right just there. yeah. Now that you're Isn't saying that, crazy? that, oh yeah, that's so that oh gosh, and then only multiply that by two, and then you get a later scene in that same episode. Oh gosh, and uh, man, we had to look away a little bit. Yeah, oh. it's kind of crazy. So oh, man. But yeah, <laughs> turned into a Stranger Things podcast right this there. This really did. Go Warriors, and uh, good luck to these two teams in the Eastern Conference Finals. Our goal's not yet achieved, but guess what? We're four games away, We're baby. four games away, baby. You guys have a great rest of your day, and until next time, stay, stay cool. cool.